When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. Yes, the ESPN.com football power index rankings are out. Power index power. rankings. Power. Football. Where do the Vikings rank? We'll tell you here shortly after we talk about Dennis Kirk. Thank you to DennisKirk.com for supporting Purple Daily. Crazy times right now, but the one thing you can still do is get out and ride. And outside of a couple drizzly days over Memorial Day weekend, the weather's been pretty, pretty, pretty good the last few weeks or so. And it's time to get you and your motorcycle out for this year's riding season. DennisKirk.com is a Minnesota-based worldwide retailer of parts, accessories, and apparel for avid bikers of all kinds. Harleys, cruisers, sport bikes, dirt bikes, any other type of motorcycle, they've got what you need. And now, through the next couple of days here, just through May 28th, Dennis Kirk is offering 0% interest for up to 12 months, over 160,000 products in stock and ready to ship today. DennisKirk.com not only offers a huge in-stock selection, but also guaranteed best prices, fast same-day shipping, and a satisfaction guarantee. They truly are the best in the business. Order by 8 p.m., get it tomorrow. $89 orders ship free at DennisKirk.com. Order today, get it tomorrow. Football. And welcome in to Purple Daily. I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad. We've got Declan Goff producing in the house. And today's episode is centered around the hot off the presses, freshly posted to ESPN.com, Football Power Index Football. Rankings, gentlemen. Power yes. Index Rankings. Power. Power, power Rankings. These are actually fun. So ESPN has their own ranking system. It's the FPI, as it will be known throughout the rest of this podcast, okay? And let's start with the favorites to win the Super Bowl in order. The Vikings are not on this list of five. So we'll, we'll, let me give you these five teams and then ask you guys, should they be on this list? Should they be ahead of any of these five teams? Sure. Highest chance to win the Super Bowl, according to ESPN's FPI, the Kansas City Chiefs at 21%, which seems like that's like from a football standpoint. In the NBA, if you're the best team, there's probably a coin flip chance you win the title because you got the best superstar, et cetera. Football playoffs aren't necessarily full-on crapshoots, but 21% chance to win the Super Bowl is pretty damn high mm-hmm. in, in my estimation. Baltimore Ravens at 17%, New Orleans Saints at 13%, San Francisco 49ers at 12%, and then you go all the way down to 5% for the Dallas Cowboys. 
Would you put the Vikings ahead of any of these teams? I think I'd put them ahead of Dallas. Dallas I, for sure. I like Dallas. I think Dallas might have an easier division potentially. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but are they are they that good? Like I <laughs> I think that they are I think they're a better team than they were in 2019 because I think Jason Garrett as far as a coach goes had a terrible year. Mm-hmm. But that being said, would I put them in the mix? I don't think I I think if I were to sit down with this entire list I pretty much agree with the teams that you read before Dallas, but I could probably find you a handful of teams that I would probably replace the Cowboys with right now with those teams. So here's here's a real quick note on the Dallas Cowboys and why I think projection sites like ESPN's FPI and even Pro Football Focus look at the Cowboys and put them higher up. Like most people would say, well, I mean, they were eight and eight last year. Like what? They were just like they were the definition of like if you put if you put. Uh, Jason Garrett's face next to a record like that's what they were eight and eight like that's that's just what they've been for a long time but profootballfocus.com had the Cowboys as the fifth highest rated team just based on process and based on advanced statistics in the NFL their rankings at the end of the season last year were Niners Saints Ravens Titans and Cowboys with the Vikings sixth just ahead of the Patriots at seventh so if you look at some of the advanced numbers they favor the Cowboys and maybe suggest that a better coach can squeeze more wins out of a good roster and out of an above-average quarterback. McCarthy, that guy, though. That's what that's what we have to find out. I don't know about that for sure. I think the Cowboys are probably a lock to make the playoffs. I don't know if I'd put them as the fifth most likely team gonna, to yeah. win the Super Bowl. I think that's very fair. So if there's a nitpick, it's probably yeah, it's probably that. Yep. Um, all right, let's get to the actual FPI rankings here, and you tell me if the Vikings are too high, too low here, all right? So Chiefs, Ravens, Niners, Saints, Cowboys are the top five. And this is, th- there's projected wins and then chance to make the playoffs here. Mm-hmm. And I'll go through some of this. So the Chiefs have a 94% chance to make the playoffs. Ravens, 92. Niners, 81. Saints, 83. Cowboys, 69. Nice. Uh, Eagles, 66%. Eagles are sixth in the FPI. Seahawks, Buccaneers with Tom Brady, Patriots ninth on this list. That feels dead high with a projected win total of eight and a half and a sixty percent chance to make the playoffs. That feels very high. Who for at them. quarterback? Their division is still pretty garbage, though, right? I mean, the Buffalo Bills have questions at quarterback. Yeah, but are they the ninth best team in that? It feels in high. the league. It, it feels, feels high. high. They don't feel it. Uh, like a top 10 team to me. But another thing to note, though, whenever Tom Brady has been out, whether it's Matt Castle or Jacoby Brissett right. or uh, but or Jimmy Garoppolo, like they're they're well above 500 without Tom Brady historically, too. But, but those felt like good teams. I don't know that the Patriots now are a good team. That's fair. Buffalo Bills, 10th. Mm-hmm. So the Vikings are not among the 10 best teams, according to FPI. Pretty here. good receiver there in Buffalo, you know. Stefan Diggs, 11th Rams, 12th Steelers, and the Vikings are 13th on this list. Eight and a half projected wins and a 54% chance to make the playoffs. However, they are the number one team, according to FPI, in the division because the Packers are 15th with a 43% chance to make the playoffs. The Bears are 21st, and the Lions are 28th with only a 17% chance to make the playoffs. Your thoughts on the Vikings being 13th, but number one in the division. My initial inclination on the Vikings being 13th in the PFI rankings. Uh, it's FPI. FPI. Okay. PFI. It's football FPI. power index. I'm sorry. I'd like, to, I'd like to beg forgiveness of the folks in Bristol. Uh, my initial inclination is that uh, it might be a little bit low, given 
the fact that I think the Patriots could be garbage. I think the Patriots might be terrible. And to go back to the top 10, if I could find teams that I think might be replaced, I don't think I, I don't think it's a given that Stefan Diggs makes the Bills great. I don't know the Bills are a top 10 team. I could easily see, is Josh Allen a good quarterback? I have huge question marks there. And if he's sailing passes over Diggsy's head, guess what? Diggs ain't catching him. Tampa Bay at eight. We are we are largely buying in, and I'm a big Arians guy, and Brady could be great, but that's wait and see for me. Philadelphia at six, not a given there. Yeah. So my inclination initially when it comes to the Vikings being ranked uh, 13th is that they might be a tad low, and projected wins 8.6. I see more than that right now. But as we're doing this exercise, as June approaches, I'm not sh- I'm not shocked. I think it's probably fair, but, but there's just teams that they've got in that top 10 that I could easily talk myself into the Vikings bumping up and a few teams, i.e. Uh, Eagles, Patriots for sure, Bills bumping back a bit. Yeah, I find the, the most interesting thing here is that according to FPI, the NFC North has three fairly mediocre teams and one really bad team in Detroit. And it doesn't look like a situation where they just think, oh, the Bears, the Vikings, and the Packers are going to beat up on each other. And that's why you've got two teams projected at like eight or nine wins. And then the Bears sitting there. The Bears are projected at eight and eight. The Packers are projected at 8.1 and 7.8. And the Vikings at 8.6 and 7.3. Everything's kind of jammed together. Yes. The one thing about these projection systems, and and this is the case too when you look at like Fangraphs baseball projections, they all tend to err toward the middle ground. Like the best record projections here are the Chiefs and the Ravens at 11 and 5 each. But almost every year in the NFL, you have at least one team that's 12 and 4 or better, if not two or three teams. So to sit here and say that the range of win loss totals is 11 and 5 at the top, and there's only two of those teams. And then at the bottom, the worst projected records are. Jaguars, Redskins, and Panthers all at five and eleven. Like there's almost always a two and fourteen disaster and a thirteen and three team at the top. Mm-hmm. So I would look at this and say, like they're projecting if you round the eight and a half up and say the Vikings are nine and seven and the Packers are nine and seven, one of those teams almost certainly is going to be ten and six or eleven and five, just based on history. It's pretty rare that the winner of your NFC North division is nine and seven. So let's just start there for a second. Um just you know, just the conservative nature of these projections. But sure. But I'm with you. I look. I look at the team above the Vi- The teams above the Vikings. Like the Colts have a pretty good roster, but Philip Rivers is an interception machine. The last couple of years, he's my guy, but he's an interception machine. The only reason you would put the Colts above the Vikings is if the Colts have an extraordinarily easier schedule than Minnesota. And the same with the Patriots. Like, and you could probably nitpick some holes. Like, obviously, the I'd rather play. I'd rather play the AFC East teams the Patriots play than than the NFC North teams the Vikings play because I think that Green Bay game is tougher twice than any games the Patriots play in their own division. And I might even say that that Chicago game is just as tough as like a Bills game or a Jets game or a Dolphins game. Mm -hmm. So the Patriots being above the Vikings on this list is exclusively schedule-based to me. Vikings ahead of Packers on this list, I think it's sort of schedule-based too. I don't know exactly how their formula works, but... We went through the Packers schedule a couple weeks ago on this show and the Packers, the Packers have a couple brutal stretches. The Vikings have kind of a smoothed out flatter schedule where 
like the Hall of Fame quarterbacks are spread out. They don't have like a murderer's row five game period. The Packers come out of the gate and their first eight games are like just weather the storm. And I don't know if they factor that into this or not, but um, it is very interesting that the Vikings are are this low on the FPI. The Packers, though, to me, are ripe for decline. Absolutely ripe. And and but not a train wreck though, right? I mean, do you I see them like going no, seven and nine or something? I, That's kind of what this says. Um, I could see them winning eight or nine games tops, and and not being great. My question there is is you didn't help your quarterback at all, basically, right? You mm-hmm. just didn't, and, and so his skill position players around him mm-hmm. last year that that uh, Aaron had were not were not that good. The uh, back was pretty good, but the receivers were not. I could see the Packers declining. I could see there being infight fighting there pretty quickly. Uh, but if you go through this, so the Vikings, as we talked about, were 13. Give me the teams that you think, as we discuss this, uh, this are no question definitely better than the Vikings. Chiefs. Yep. Ravens. Yep. 49ers. Yep. Saints. I don't know that for sure. They, I mean, they've got Breeze. I feel like I feel like their defense is better than we give credit for. I mean, but but let's go back. So there's two ways to look at this. There's the Saints in the regular season and all the numbers and everything, right? Like if it's overall Saints and everything, and Drew Breeze is playing at a high level, right? The Saints are better. If it's how do they look when they play head to head? Well, and did teams, it look like the Vikings were outmatched and they me, got this lucky? List is, did not to me. This list is um, teams that you would not want to play. Like if I played the Saints, okay. Chiefs, Ravens, I'll put the Saints on that list. 49ers, or like if it's a road game, you feel like you're screwed basically, right? Okay, that's right. Seahawks are always on that list. <laughs> but Dallas? <laughs> that's five. No. Philadelphia? No. Tampa Bay needs to show that they have a 43-year-old quarterback. Buffalo? No. Nope. Steelers? No. Patriots? No. Rams? Colts? No. Rams at this point? No. no. Not with Jared Goff. No, so basically there's like five or six teams where if it was, all right, Vikings are going on the road against these teams, it's very clearly the other team is favored. Yep. Uh, Yeah, there's five or six of them. So uh, percent chance to win the Super Bowl, Vikings are sitting at 2% to win the Super Bowl, according to the FPI. They're sleeping on them. So they've got got the Chiefs (laughs) at 21. Bulletin board material, Mackey. Ravens at 17. Saints at 13. Niners at 11.5. And then there's a drop to the Cowboys, Eagles, Buccaneers, all at 4 or 3%. They've got the Patriots with a 3% chance to win the Super Bowl over the Vikings at 2%. Do you guys think the Vikings win the Super Bowl one in every 50 times, which is what this math says? Well, let's If see they the play year. this season out 50 times, do the Vikings win a Super Bowl? The answer is yes. The years in existence would say probably no, but <laughs> no, the answer is yes. The, Patri- the Patriots are getting, I think, a final nod because of Belichick and their history with him, right? This is clearly to me... Oh, it's still the Patriots. You can't sleep on them. I think the Patriots are going to take a huge step back. They don't scare me one bit. I'm sorry. They they just don't. Their, their personnel has been declining too much around their quarterback in the last couple of years. See, I actually think I think they kind of go back to the way they were in the early 2000s. Where I'm not, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl like they did with Brady. But I think all of a sudden now, like they might lose a couple games early or something. But I think... They get coached up, and their system is so strong that they That's will we'll win yeah. seven, eight, or nine games by just being. Can the, the Dolphins Patriots. just please pop up? 
Like, we just need a team in that division besides them to pop up, okay? Yeah, the Dolphins are projected to win six games, according to this. The Jets, according to this, are projected to win seven. And then uh, the Bills are right there with, with the Patriots. Here's my question. 500-ish. And it, this team in the um, in these rankings comes in 29th. Here's my, here's my question. Here's my dark horse, and I, I can't figure out if they're just going to be awful or actually surprise us all. Carolina Panthers. It's all up to Teddy, man. Like well, a lot I mean, of it's, Matt a lot of it's up to Teddy. Coach, he might be. I mean, if they so, change things, but I don't know that, that that's a bad thing. They weren't that good last season. The Teddy conversation is so. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are are middle of the pack on this list. They actually, I take that back. The Panthers are um, uh, the the Panthers are a six and ten team according to this. So they are one of the five worst teams right on this list. They're twenty ninth in the rankings. I saw yeah. six and ten and thought, oh, that's kind of middle of the pack. But this actually puts them like these records put them at the bottom here. Sure. If Teddy Bridgewater is a top ten quarterback, which I think I think fringe top ten is in the mix for Teddy once he starts to get some mm-hmm. regular playing time in the mix. There's no way that team is six and ten. They're more of a five hundred team or better. But I think everyone, including FPI, is waiting to see, is Teddy Bridgewater going to fulfill like, what everyone fair. thought before the injury? But there's nothing that says right now, yep, Teddy's a, the 10th best quarterback, right. therefore we're going to factor that into up. the rankings. Yep. I could easily see them going 10-6, and six. easily. Yep, I could too. All right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. We appreciate everyone who subscribes to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash scorenorth for daily Vikings videos. And on the podcast front, Apple, Spotify, or scorenorth.com for that daily Vikings content in your ears. We'll be back with another episode of Purple Daily soon. Thank you. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.